From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Do you want me to wait all the way to the hook, or what do you want me to do? Uh, wait, wait for the hook. Okay. All right. I'll wait. <laughs> How much longer? Here we go. I thought it was fitting. It is kind of fitting. That's a good song for today. It's the end of the uh, world as we know it, or as uh, for a lot of people, as we all know it, it is the uh, very last show uh, on the radio of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Wow. It is. Uh, Shocking news this morning. What? There's a, what? Who is that? What? So I'm Braden. Of course, that's Vince. And then Blast from the Past, the man himself who helped start this show uh, at uh, our other radio station when we were there. Uh, Mr. Glenn Kenman has graced us with his presence. Yeah. Out of retirement, baby! Uh, and, and then to show up and hear the, the I, kind of the bittersweet news, man. I well, kind of I, can I, rejoice for you guys. And, I, did, uh, I did not they know. They invite you back and then wait to tell you the no. news. <laughs> Surprise. He called Bill George. He talks I, to Bill George. And no, Bill's I sent like, Bill a text. You know, I yeah. said, hey, if you got room in the, in the ride in the morning, I'll ride with you to the studio. If you got room, I'm in PA turkey hunting. Yeah. Get with Braden. And he never even told him. He never told him, uh, you know, it was the last show and all that other stuff. And I said, you know what? This is fortuitous. It really is. It just shows you that the synergy that this was all supposed to happen. So, I agree. Um, uh, yes, yeah, sadly, we are going to be leaving uh, 1010. We're uh, leaving the station, but we're not leaving the airwaves. We're going to be uh, switching everything over to uh, Carbon TV, and we're going to be doing it uh, live on certain days, and we'll also be doing tape stuff. But I... I think that it's going to give us a better opportunity to get out and, and play and do all that stuff. <clears throat> I made mention uh, when we were talking to uh, uh, some friends of ours this past week, uh, I said, you know, in eight years at the Panfish Challenge that we've had, uh, you and I and everybody involved in the show, we've never got to fish our own tournament, ever. You know, and I got I got some grief from <laughs> la- last night from Courtney because she was like, are we going to get to fish this time or See? not? And I said, well, you know, when you MC the show, how would it look? Is, and first place goes to, oh, me. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It was rigged. <laughs> yeah, it's the Bobby Lane tournament, and guess who wins? Uh, you know, but no. Uh, <laughs> but we have never been able to go out and actually participate in any of these things that we do, it seems right. like, unless we're in a big hurry. Uh, when Dennis Pulowski has his uh, Sporting Clays event out of Fishhawk, we can't get off and go and, and shoot until the, the show is year. over. Yeah. And they've already been out on the course for an hour. Here's the beauty part of this. We can do it while we do the show. Uh, you could do it live right there and watch us miss and uh, screw around and, yeah, and do all the easy. other crazy <laughs> things. But 
I, I think that it opens up a world of opportunities for us to do anything. Bill George was like, well, now we can finally get out there and you can uh, do it live while you're out there uh, trying to shoot some hogs or squirrel hunting or whatever. Oh, I've already got that set up on one of our shows. We're going to go hog hunting. We're going to do the show where we hog hunt. Yeah, and I know that Toby, uh, Toby Benoit, our buddy, yeah. wants us to – I said – Dude, that'll be the most boring show on in the world when you're, he goes, oh, we'll, we'll go out and film the whole thing. Uh, we'll go out and go turkey hunting. And I'm like, well, it better be done in about 35 minutes. <laughs> it's because <laughs> sitting there going. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Do you think you heard him? Right? What direction is he coming from? I don't know. I mean, this will be the most boring show ever. Yeah. And uh, it would just be like. Nah, Toby be telling stories. You know how Toby yeah, is. Yeah, because turkey, and you know, you, if you're sitting, you got to be still, quiet. Yeah. I mean, you can move. you can chit chat, but yeah. you can't. Uh, <laughs> you you know. can't do what we do. Yeah, you can't be uh, doing the crazy. It's going to be things. a big change and a challenge for you in itself. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I really do, and uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. I, I'm I'm not going to say I was bullied into it, but uh, when uh, Julie McQueen is begging. Uh, all the time from uh, Carbon TV, and uh, you know, of course, you remember her when uh, she was married to Daniel Lee Martin. Right. We had him on the show when yep, you and yep. I were doing the show. Correct. And uh, of course, Danny passed away, and I she, didn't know that. And uh, yeah, Danny died, and um, so she's now president and CEO and top dog out at uh, Carbon TV, and wow. and then her and Vince became best buds, and. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, he sicked the dogs on me. And they're like, uh, <laughs> you, need to get, you need to get over here. You need to get in here. You need to get where we, we need you. It's unique, and it's a great show, and you guys have been doing it forever and all this other stuff. And I said, well, the transition from um, from radio to television, podcasty world, I know that's the direction that a lot of things are, you know, moving to. And so, you know, competition will be out there, but – you know, it'll you be can't fun. have competition when you have the longest running outdoor show in America. Yeah, we've gone through the synergy. I can tell you that. I know Steve Austin said he was going to come in later on, and we were talking last night, and he goes, "Well, you know, this whole thing was my idea." And, uh, <laughs> You're and, welcome. And, <laughs> shake his hand and buy him a donut. I, I, said, I said, "Well, it was kind of a collaboration between the two of us." If I remember, we were standing in our boss's office here at WQYK back in the day. And trying to convince him that it would be a great opportunity for the station to <laughs> to do it. And I think um, our first shows we did from like 6 in the morning till like uh It was pretty early because I was six like, to eight. I'm trying to go fishing here. And I'm you know, listening and it's hard to get off. And especially on occasion you did have something worth listening to. <laughs> <laughs> it was those few minutes where yeah. I opened my mouth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that uh, in the early days, I mean, Steve will probably tell you more, but uh, – you know, we used to have to do it from an old production studio down at the end of the hallway. We were like the the kids over on the other side of the tracks. You know, it was like so you uh, had a smaller closet than this one, huh? No, it was it was a it was bigger. It was probably oh, okay. about the same size as both of these between here and the producers' room. But uh, it was strictly a production studio, yeah. so huh. it wasn't. Um, there were no windows. It was you know with this soulless you know padded room that you were, we were in the in. black hole of studios. <laughs> oh yeah, you know because. When they're doing production, they want a complete silent. You know, they don't want any interference from outside or anything like that. No sirens going by can be in the back of a recording. And, you know, so you're in a dead zone studio. And right. it was very low lighted, just the board and everything was lit up. You know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, bright and everything. 
<laughs> it was just it was a dungeon. And these studios have come a long way. I remember when I was doing my sports show on Ten Ten back when it was CBS, and this this studio, I think it was either this one or the next one. It was all in the middle, and then they had the producer. It was the other one it where was the, the, one the next fan door, right? was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bam. So Bam. I, it's, it's kind of bittersweet that I know I started off. One of my careers here, and I'm walking away. It's so funny because having Glenn sitting here when we first started <clears throat> this show, uh, when we were over uh, in the Clear Channel building, you know, we came up with the name, The Big and Wild Outdoors, and uh, it was you, I, you, me, and then my brother Bart. Yep. And uh, sitting in a big giant studio. Yeah, that it was big. Big giant <laughs> studio <laughs> <clears throat> that Anderson's now taking over over there these days. And, uh, it was so funny because I just remember our first few shows and, uh, you know, me being a radio guy all my life. And then, of course, the two new guys came in and they were so nervous. And they were just like, uh, Glenn was had all of his notes. He had all of his paperwork. And Brett, everything man, all, I was being prepared. I didn't was, want to come in and have to hand it. <laughs> He was, he was uh, you know, he was like ready, like a, your first day in school. You know, your pencils are in order. Everything's all ready to go. And Bart was the same way. And. If you've uh, never done it, though, it's nerve-wracking. It is. It's kind of – I know that people used to always say, you know, oh, how hard is your job? You know, you stand there and you're talking to a microphone all day. I go, come over. Come and do it. Come over here. Talk to me and on the like, microphone. You, you could, uh, and they would be like, get that thing out of my face. And, I mean, when I first started, I never knew – I didn't know anything about radio. I'm like, I'm going to start a show. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. I sat down the first day, too. I sat down. I'm like, uh, I'm the host of the – oh, crap. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, you better come in and be prepared. And and it's like I showed up this morning, and I remember you bought myself and uh, Bart those, those headphones, those yeah. headphones that I have on. And I was like, man, these things. When I got up this morning, I can't come, believe I was you like, still have them. Yeah, where are those? I said, oh, I know where they're at. They're in my game room. So that's when got them off the shelf. <laughs> said, yeah, man, blow them off. Yeah. get the dust off. Make of sure they're not a spider in them. It's well, all good. I had a pair of those as well, and then my old uh, ones. They I made the mistake of leaving them in the studio, and they have a tendency to grow legs and go the way somewhere else. So I lost my camo ones back in the day. Well, somebody somewhere out there is enjoying them. I think Bart still has his too. Yeah, well, uh, they want to be collectibles. What kind of those? I forgot. Those are things have held up to the test of time. Seriously, you can't get these anymore. And if you do, it's from some Japanese guy that's got them in a box. He wants eight hundred dollars for them. <laughs> it's like uh, you know they don't make them anymore, and uh, you know it's rare, and uh, you got to get your stuff. And uh, okay, it's funny because somebody's taken my broken pair, and they're still using them because they have not returned to my desk. Oh, really? Seriously? Yeah, it's the funniest thing. Well, it's just the way it is. Uh, well, we got to go. He's calling all the way from Georgia, and we don't know what the tolls are from there anymore. Uh, That's your first uh, Panfish Challenge boat ride. That's Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy boy. How you doing, Jim? Morning, boys. How you doing? Uh, we're doing all right. Get, morning, you got to get a little closer to the telephone pole. Your phone's breaking up. How about that? Kind of, sort of. It's you know, big, big, big. well, he's out. He's out. Any better? Yeah, that's it's better. Not the, not the best connection, but hey, there you go. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> yeah, you know, when and Jim he, told us he was going to move to Georgia out in the middle of nowhere, I guess maybe he meant it because uh, apparently there's not a cell tower close by. There's only well, like there's, two. There's one around. It's just uh, sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's really bad. Well, you got to find that spot. It's kind of like when you go to New Mexico and you go to China. I think, I think I just found it. I turned my head in the right direction and go to 45-degree angle, and I think I got it. Yeah. He straps or, some aluminum foil to the end of his antenna. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, I could wear my rabbit hat. Or do the old trick like you used to do with your, uh, your keychain, you know, your key fob. Put it under your chin and go, 
it opened your car. Remember that? Oh, yeah. When your battery was low? <clears throat> I don't now, know. They said it worked. Just figured I'd holler at you guys, see how things are going. I, uh, I, I listen to your show, but I'm usually a little bit behind on it when I'm listening. Well, you did know that uh, today is the last one, right? You did hear that? No. Yeah, yeah, today is our last radio day. But it's okay, we're going to be on Carbon TV, so you can still find us. It's no big deal. Oh, cool deal. You'll have to send me the link to that. Yeah, well, it's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. And you can uh, get it on any device, your phone, smartphone, uh, Roku, laptop. laptop. Oh, yeah. uh, my kids watch it through Xbox. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. Apple TV. Apple, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. So, uh, you know, it's yeah, well, if, I, if I can't figure it out, shame on me, huh? All you got to do is go type in uh, on a search Carbon TV and it, and click on it, and it's right there, and you can watch everything for when, free. When does that start? Uh, the fourth. Fourth, we go. Yeah, we our first show on Carbon TV is on May fourteenth. Don't worry, buddy. We'll okay. have all the links on our Facebook page, yeah. on the websites, and everything else. Yeah. So oh, sweet. So but now, so now yeah, we can, we can go. I've out been hearing my- y'all talking about that challenge, and it makes me uh makes me think of that first one that we went on and. Well, I'll tell you what, we had a lot of fun, but we sure got soaking wet. Yeah, it was a drizzly uh, day. And I think that's one of the reasons why we got a victory, because Glenn was out with Courtney, (laughs) and they were out on an airboat. And, uh, of course, riding in an airboat uh, in the rain is a lot different than riding on a pontoon boat with a canopy and rain gear and everything else. Georgia's not that far from Lake Penn. You can come. Come on. Ah, man. Yeah. Jim, it'd be great to see you down there this year, man. Well, I don't think I'm going to get down there this year. i got so much going on here. So what retirement life will do for you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I love retirement life, man. I'm I'm working harder than ever, but I'm loving what I'm doing. Well, that's a well good I'm glad you did You did uh, get to hear your voice this morning after you said you was going to be cutting some pine trees down this week. Oh, yeah. I got, uh, I got my last three cut down right out front that I'm going to be doing for a while. But uh, I'm in the... In the process of getting up this 36 by 30 pole barn that I'm putting in the park on the Quit moving around. <clears throat> you had the spot. <laughs> now you're now you're looking around at your own handiwork. Stop admiring your uh, cutting abilities, well, man. It's hard, it's hard not to. Uh, you know, I I trust me. I watch you on uh, Facebook. I get to see all the farm fanatics uh, do your thing while you're out there in the woods. <laughs> Yeah. Between you, hey, and, I'm having a blast. Man. Between you and Jim, uh, and, and Jay Everett. I mean, uh, I know that uh, you guys moved up there and have a good time, and but I got to ask, how are things looking in the uh, deer uh, department up there in your neck of the woods? Actually, they're looking pretty good. They've been, uh, they've been doing a lot of logging and timber cutting up here, and our place is undisturbed, so we've got a lot more activity in there because all these deer are now looking for new hidey holes. Right. And I'm willing to provide them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, our good friend uh, Les McDowell, the cowboy poet, uh, mm-hmm. he's recently he's gotten uh, a, a large Got a influx. lot of hog issues yes, up there. A lot of influx of hogs because uh, with the new subdivisions that are being built down there around the parish area, those pigs have got nowhere else to go. And oh, yeah. So they're they going to they find that green pasture. And, you know, they're not going to get something that's back out the way that you don't care about. <laughs> they're going to get your front yard. <laughs> well, I, I love I love watching his adventures because he's got uh, lights set up in the front trying to scare them off with lights. I'm like, Lester. Lights Man, are... all you're doing is letting them see what they exactly. eat. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're just giving better lighting in a bad restaurant. Uh, seriously. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then they move to the backyard, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I I, I got a guy who's going to come down. I think uh, 
wasn't Lee Newsom, but it was somebody that we know that was going to set up a trap down there and try to yeah. help him. And I'm like, so you catch three, three or four hogs, and the rest of them go away for a week, and That's then they come happens. back. Yeah. Now the other ones well, don't. Not to know. Well, you, know. you know, cut out, cut out back straps and back shoulders, and yeah, I, I said, dude, you bought that forty-five long colt for a reason. Use it. Yeah, put some put some range on it. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you got that rifle. Get out there and kaboot, kaboot, kaboot. Drop a couple of them, and uh, then tag the other ones in the butt and let them go run off somewhere else in some uh, neighbor's golf course. That's and it. Put sleep. the fear of God in them and hope they don't come back. <laughs> well, Jim, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to make it down to the panfish. Uh, if you get the opportunity or win the lottery or something. Uh, Please come down, man. It's in June, Father's Day weekend, man. Well, when I get when I get down there, when I get down that way, I'll uh I'll definitely look you guys up and we'll have to do something. Awesome. Even man. if it ain't no good. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for the call. We gotta go. We gotta take a break, man. Be safe up there. Stay warm. Y'all take it easy. See you, Jimmy. Of course, uh, you know, the panfish challenge. Uh it would have been a uh totally different scenario without him and his wife. It would have been. Totally different. All right, we're going to take a fast one, you guys. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. And uh, we'll be right back. Hold on. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to the uh, final radio episode of the Big and Wild Outdoors. It is Braden Gunn. Uh, we got uh, Glenn Kinman right there. Good morning. And uh, Vince Noble also here. And Slick is uh, out of his cast, out of his walker. And he's, out of a job. And he's now gimpy gimping around. And, uh, <laughs> dude, now you get your Saturday mornings back. You can, like. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. You can uh, crash out, and then you don't have to show up for FSU uh, till around noonish. So you'll be fine. You're gaining a little extra sleep time, bud. Yeah, I don't know what to do with all that time. <laughs> Sleep, heal up, you know. I'm tired of watching the gimp as he walks down through the hallway. I know that the uh, doctor said you could have taken that cast off, but I'm thinking maybe you should have kept it on for another week or two. It would have been fine. But I'm not You're a doctor now? I'm not a doctor. I play one on the radio. <laughs> so, uh, Captain- and this is how we got sued on our last day. Yeah, this is how, yeah, this is how we all ended up in court. Uh, Captain Justin's on the phone. How you doing, Captain? What's up? Good, fellas. Congratulations. How's it going? How you doing? Are you out on the water or getting ready to go? I'm just about ready to pull out. And I was, you know, um, you know, and I and I'm gonna tell you, Vince is gonna lose some ground here because now he can now he can be meet me at the marina at 8 a.m. every Saturday, and we can. Oh yeah. We can roll. So yeah. Unless like we're that. doing a live show, because uh, we're gonna uh, we're still gonna keep the show on Saturdays, but I think we're gonna bump it up a little bit. Uh, probably started at around uh, eight ish, I think eight, eight, eight or nine. Ten, if we if ten. we go once we go live, yeah, yeah, eight to ten. Should be able to do it from the uh, deck of the boat. Yeah, we we do it from the ready. deck of the boat. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Got uh, plenty of space too. Yeah, as long as it's not one of those <clears throat> weird uh, beach cruises days. that you got <laughs> beach days. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, now today, are you going to go out? I mean, they're expecting to, to be kind of windy and uh, maybe kind of spitty out there. Ten percenter out there this morning. Yeah, we're going to run, uh, you know, I'll stay in the bay and I'll stay on the downwind side, all the islands, you know, we won't never feel any of the wind, you know, yesterday, I ran yesterday too, and, and I just, you know, kind of went around the storm clouds, took took some groups out, you know, um, had a real good day, man, got some real, real uh, 
also pictures of rain clouds literally raining 100 yards, you know, off the starboard side there a couple times, Just and we were in bluebird skies. So it's I love nice. that. Nothing like it in Florida. You know, you drive across right. our Franklin Bridge, and on one side of it, it's, you can't even see – uh, the Courtney Campbell, the rain's so thick, and on the other side, it's like, oh, you know. And we all, we all know, we all know what this weather is, though, boys. This is perfect kingfish weather. It is, it, it is, it is, it is. We are now, you know, we were supposed to be broadcasting uh, live our last show out at uh, King of the Beach, but uh, we got a call from uh, the boys over at Old Salton at the Tarpon uh, uh, Roundup, and they're like. Uh, don't bother coming out. All the tents are down. The wind's been blowing everything. All the vendors <laughs> have got their stuff shut down. And, uh, you know, we're not even going to even get out here to start setting up till a lot later in the morning. So <clears throat> that's what made us come into the studio today. We were going to be out there. And then, uh, uh, of course, everybody's kind of worried about this afternoon when the skies, you know, we get in that afternoon thing. About right? 11 o'clock, it's going to start to get a little squirrely. <clears throat> Noah, yeah, 100%. Noah says uh, it's going to be around noonish. Okay, no one so doesn't know. I, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, between, I love it. Between noon and three, the heavens shall erupt uh, 60%. It's going to be uh, windy and uh, breezy. And uh, uh, as, as Vince pointed out, perfect kingfish weather. It's uh, the rougher, the better, the nastier, the spittier, the, the bigger the fish, it seems. Going back to what I was saying about the hog hunts earlier, me, me and Justin had this conversation yesterday, and we cannot wait to get out there and do this show while we hog hunt. On the boat? Yeah. No, not yep. on the boat. <laughs> Hog fishing, you know. We're, we're going to do that, too, though. We're going to – I think we need to do a live show from the airboat while we're hunting hogs. I think that will be all right. Time. Have you ever been on an airboat, sir? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I don't know what microphone is actually going to overpower the, <laughs> the sound of that. that uh, so they make them. They make them. Yeah, the headsets sh- with the microphone. Uh, yeah, that sound like. <laughs> and in the meantime, you I mean, got. Yeah, I don't think we're going to yeah. be able to overpower. What kind of prop do you have on that uh, airboat of yours? I got a four blade Sinsnick. Sinsnick? Well, they're they're kind of quiet. They're not absolutely quiet, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I I think they're quieter than a lot of the other props. But you know, when when you're spinning an eighty inch prop, you know, on six hundred and fifty horse at Almost 3,000 RPMs. It's going some noise. It ain't a box fan from the old hardware store for sure. Exactly. Are you running an airplane engine or a Corvette? <laughs> well, so the the newest boat, the one that I'm finishing right now, is just going to have a 383 on it with a little bit of work done to it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm put out a little right around 500 horse for that one. But the LS boat's about a 600 horse, and um, the 540, the aircraft engine, it's, it's only a 290, 290 horse. You know, the, uh, back in the day, a wise man once told me when I asked him, I said, why do you have a Cadillac engine on the back of your cottonmouth and not a uh, aircraft engine? He goes, because if I break down, I can walk my butt down to the hardware store, to the auto parts store, <laughs> fix my engine, and go back home. Right, Glenn Kidman? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 100% truth. I've, and I've always said sort of the same thing. You know, if you break down with an aircraft engine, if it's not Monday through Thursday from 10 to 3.30, you can't fix it unless you no. unless you know the right people to call. You know, like you said, car motor, though, seven days a week, yep. 6 a.m. to midnight, you can fix it. Yeah, I asked Glenn that uh, years and years and years ago, and he said, uh, Brighton Eagles, I can get out, I can go walk, get to the road, get down to uh, the uh, – Auto parts store, get what I need, get back, yes. fix it, and drive the boat home. Yes, so it, Stevie okay. Jernigan yep. used to tell me, so Glenn, your boat's just an exception to the to the junk pile. Is that what it is? 
Well, now, you know, I, I know that uh, you're right on that because when our buddy, you know, Glenn Grizzaffi uh, always ran aircraft engines, and uh, when he'd blow a pot or a jug or something like that, that boat was out of commission for another week, a week and a half, especially if he blew a piston up in it or something. It was, it was not good. And you're, yeah. you're not walking down to the store to get, uh, you know, Lycoming engine parts. No. Oh, man, have you ever heard of a Franklin? Try to find some of those parts. Yeah, those are tough. Yeah, my cousin run yeah. uh, run Franklin's on his boat for a while, and, but it run good when it was running strong, man. It was, <laughs> <laughs> that's get that anything. part. But Captain, yeah. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to actually get out in the water with you a little bit, and uh, I know I know I missed last weekend with the holiday and whatnot, but we'll get back out there. Yeah, and uh, we got the hogs, man. They're 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 starting to come in pretty steady on them on them two new feeding stations I got set up, so it's kind of like a. It's not a not a not a if but a when and which one do you want kind of situation. So yeah, whatever yeah. whatever looks good for the show, baby. I have yet to get my uh, my elusive blue hog, the one that I actually had my eyes on back in the day at Pine Island. Um, I was letting him get bigger, letting him grow, letting him get big and grow, and then all of a sudden he was out of the pack for a while. And I I asked our friend Buck Fuller back in the day, I was like, whatever happened to that blue hog, man? He ran over. He goes, No, man, I had some dude shoot it like uh, two or three weeks ago, and I was like, Son of a bugger <laughs> yeah are you kidding me seriously you're gonna use your hand cannon uh no i you know i should yeah. i should use the casual yeah. yeah that would be a nice one it'll be fun it'll well, be noisy and, oh, it, and it works we'll get, uh, it works we'll take dogs out there and we'll just catch them with dogs and if you let me go in first nah. get, a, get, a, get a listen if you let me get a hand on him first give me about a count of 10 and then you come in, he can be whatever color you want him to be. I yeah. got that whole box of <laughs> right. brown in the back. Yeah. Oh, hey, you got the spear, right? The spear. I'll whatever. spear him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. I did that with the last one I went out on. There you go. It was beautiful. Old man. I'm not 18 anymore. I'm not leaping through Paul Meadows chasing well, I, a bunch of I cur did, dogs, man. I Forget it. We, on the other line, we got Mr. Tim O'Brien. He was with me when I got it. Yeah. And he also watched me trip and go face first right in the mud. Yeah. That's why I. <laughs> you sure that was mud? Uh, no, I'm not really sure. <laughs> That's why I used to love to go out with uh, Glenn Minardi and uh, all the boys up there at the uh, the old ranch, and because uh, it was let the dogs loose, sit on the back of a flatbed, wait till you hear the bark, and then uh, go looking. Then go looking and uh, do it the easy way. Man. See, we had GPS when we did it, so we just followed the GPS. We gr- we took the swamp buggy right up to the dogs, hopped out, went 20 feet, boom, there he was. That's required now, man. It's required. Well, now, Braden, days. I'm gonna tell you, we're not, we ain't running, we ain't having to climb over Palmettas. If you're on me and we're, and we're, we got my dogs, we're gonna be on the airbook, and I'm driving to him. I don't care if he's at the top of a cypress tree, I'm driving to him, the <laughs> okay. whole way. Yeah, it sounds like gator hunting with Glenn Grzaffy. Yeah, it sounds like um, <laughs> sounds the same way. Eighty miles an hour, and Hold then on, uh, throw stop. a spear. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Captain Justin, Single. thanks for the call. We got to go. We got to take a break. Have um, a good day, brother. You and Vince. All right, fellas, have a good one, Vince. Call me later. Yes, sir. You guys can go rub a Hawaiian Tropic on each other later on tomorrow. Tim, hang tight, brother. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get to you as soon as we get back. Is Tim on the phone? He's on the other line. Yes, sir. See you. I see him. See you, Justin. Later, boy. Yep. All right. We're going to take a fast break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Last radio show. If you want to cry, it's okay. I'm right before the day's out, dude. Cry with you. We'll be back. (laughs) We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden Gunn, Vince Noble, Glenn Kidman, 
And uh, a little later on, Steve Austin's going to show up, and then uh, Slick is also hanging out with us. And our, and our boy Bill George is out in Pennsylvania doing some turkey hunting. Killing turkeys. He said he's going to have it done within the first 45 minutes when he gets out there this he morning. He says that every time. It's four hours he later. He's been here by it, now. He, uh, apparently, he's had a couple of uh, pre-scouters out there uh, getting him ready. And I said, well, you're going to have to call the show on Saturday. He goes, well, I'll try to get it busted out early. <laughs> we'll see. But... Uh, Big Ball Fast Cast for today. We do have isolated showers, thunderstorms going to be popping up later on this afternoon. They say between uh, 1 and 3, then showers likely. Possibly some nasty thunderstorms starting at around 3 o'clock and uh, breezy, uh, 7 to 16 miles an hour. 60% chance for rain later on, so it's going to be, I love how they do this. Uh, Rainfall amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch, especially higher amounts during thunderstorms, no duh. Yeah, really, right? How much did you pay for that degree? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, uh... That's the only job in the world you can be wrong 50% of the time and still go home with a paycheck. And look good on television, You look damn so it. pretty with your suit. I look so good. You're going to have to start looking good, brother. What you, yeah, what, you're going to have to start shaving. You're going to have to start wearing something besides <laughs> a stupid T-shirt. What? No, no. What's wrong with the T-shirt? Come that's on, my man. Style, it's man. TV. No, that, Come on, that's no. not a style, bro. It is. They, uh, they, they don't understand. Radio, what do you always do? Exactly. You just go down to the closet. You get your wardrobe for the department. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, on, you, what, what, you got any of those leftover T-shirts from the Kenny Chesney uh, show or I whatever? Got, I got to school and, you. Get Tim on the phone. No, no. I mean, I'm not done with this. Larry the Cable, Larry the Cable guy. What kind of shirt does you're he wear? You're not Larry the Cable what guy. What kind of shirt does he wear? He wears a cutoff flannel. There you go. But you're not Larry the Cable guy. You're Braden Gunn. Do you know who gave Larry the Cable guy his start in radio? You're welcome. Us. You're welcome. <laughs> we got Tim on the phone. Get Tim on. Well, I don't know what line. Line, is line two. Okay. The Tim? second one from the top. Uh, you know what, <laughs> Mr. O'Brien. Good morning, sir. Hi, Tim, how are you? Morning, gentlemen. How, how's it going? Loosely. Especially with you two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gentlemen. We held the door open for each other today. <laughs> As they so laughed at the cripple. One lady holding the door for another lady. Yeah. Do not give him any more info or ammo that he needs because it's Tim O'Brien. You already know who he is. You know how he is. Yeah, I know. He's fine. It's okay. No, no gas on the fire. What's up, man? How's Cedar Key? It is beautiful right now. Is that where you are? You're up in, the, up in Cedar Key? Yeah. Vince didn't tell you we bought a house. No, we're what on which side? Are you across the bridge on the uh, north end, south end, condo area? Where where are you at on Cedar Key? Uh, a few miles short of Cedar Key, we got thirty acres out. Oh, so you're on the big stretch, the big uh, the big stretch. Yeah. I didn't tell you you bought the house because these next question is like, so when are we coming up and shooting some deer? Well, 30 acres up there. Uh, we used to hunt the north side over there by, you know, around Gulf Hammock area a lot. It was good deer up there. Good stuff up there on the Rosewood the side. Vince, of the you room. ain't showed him the pictures I sent you last week. I'm keeping this a secret. No. No, I haven't seen anything about it, Tim. Thank you. You're welcome. Son of a... <laughs> Anyways, man, Cedar Key's doing good. You got gators. You got deer out there? Gators? We got oh we got gators. I, sh- I sent you a picture of that too. Yep. We got deer, and I seen a hog down the road. Well, that's, that's hopefully he'll stay we'll down the road. On my property soon. Yeah, yeah. You don't want him on your property. Like, you see him, shoot him. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you know I will. Uh, well, well, you know I will. You're the marine. He'll do it. Hit him in the eyeball. Let's get her over with. Let's done. Be cute. Done. Oh, I see. I'm gonna have to send you a picture of the hog I got last year on Rick's place just to show you what I'm. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, 22 short through the eyeball. You're all good. 
Well, I don't know. You heard what we were talking earlier, Tim, about us doing the hog hunt and me face planting right in the mud. Yep, I'm the first witness. <laughs> he was the camera guy. He watched it. He, he took the camera and went all the way down with me. Ooh. Yeah, like I said, you're not 18 yep. and spry anymore, chasing a bunch of uh, cur dogs out through the woods anymore. It's it's uh, you leave that to the youth. <laughs> I mean, that, that uh, wasn't even two years ago. God, I know, man. That was. It feels like such a long time. You still feeling yeah. the pain? I am. I am. That extra strength Tylenol still comes in. Exactly. We're we're up to 800 milligrams ibuprofen. (laughs) A few of those a day, actually. 800 milligrams, that's that's just ranger candy. Exactly. I'm doing 3,000 milligrams a day. Come on, man. That's that's a liver killer, too, man. You got to ease up on that stuff, bro. I'm trying. You don't do it every day. Just do it the days you need it. I guess. That's every day. Well, now, are you permanently up there? You need it every day. You're a wimp. Are you permanently up there in Cedar Key, or you uh, still got the house over by uh, what was it, Seminole? You Lard 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 that, that house, that house is going to go on the market. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to you're moving way up on the uh, hurricane side up there in Cedar Key. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, at least you're not on Cedar Key. That's he, the good thing. He's Although, seven miles from the beach. <laughs> I understand that, but that whole area up there, uh, dude, it can flood. It can be really bad on either side of that road up there. If they get a, a bunch of rain up there, it turns into to Lake Cedar Key up around the area. The best part, his house is up on stilts. <laughs> oh, is it? You're up on stilts? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, then yeah. that'll tell you something. <laughs> he's got stilts. That's a very good indicator. Yeah, it's kind of like all those people that go, "Yeah, I got a house right here down in Riverview. It's right here on the Alify. It's awesome." And you're like, "Why are you 35 feet up in the air?" Well, sometimes the river kind yeah. of floods down here. So, uh, yeah. Hey, the boy's got paddle boards and he's got kayaks. Let it flood, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's a good redfish area up there. We that's, went up there yeah. years ago. GTO for the, air boot tournament. Yeah, yeah, for the tournament with GTO. Uh, it was a little rough that day. Man. It was terribly rough. But uh, especially for airboats. But uh, they had a great turnout, and uh, they actually did catch some decent fish up there. All those oyster bars up there, oh, my gosh, those redfish are crazy nuts up there. Tim, I appreciate the call, buddy. I uh, with, Thank you always for your support on the show and always listening and chiming in and shooting text messages. And, but next time yeah, no problem. Next yeah. time you see us, baby, You're we're going to favorite person to pick on. Nah, I love you, brother. I wanted to say congratulations on the, the uh, move or upgrade or whatever you're going to call it. <laughs> it's Although national. I'm not how you're going to hide Braden's face, uh, you know, on TV. That's, that, that's called. That's rough. That's going to be hard on the, the viewers. <laughs> he has the face for radio. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's a beautiful face yeah. for radio. My daughter said, Dad, yeah. if you're going to be on TV, does that mean you have to wear makeup? I go, no makeup. I'm not wearing any makeup. Are you crazy? I'm not wearing makeup. That's Don't Vince. Worry. That's I, Vince. I, can, I, I give it. To, I give it about two months, and he goes, "Makeup? Yeah, Where's right. my makeup yeah, team?" Right. You know yeah. what? He talks to big talk, yeah. but just the other day, he's like, "God, I gotta color my hair. Bull crap. I gotta do this. I gotta Where's do my that. concealer?" Glenn, when we when they flew us out to California <laughs> to do that TV show, did we wear makeup at all? No, and they uh, they they offered, but we didn't accept. That's right. Yeah, we. Yeah, you we, know why they offered? Because you needed it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, because we were I, I too think shiny. They were just, I think they were asking. We know more we than some sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, we need more sunscreen than we need anything else out there. But uh, yeah, we we refuse makeup, and that was in California in the movie industry. So blah 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 blah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Tim, get out of here. Thanks for calling. We appreciate you, brother. Love you. Yeah, I wish you a picture yeah. of you. Yeah, right, yeah. thank you, buddy. Yeah. Typical, Later, mar- typical Marine. Start a fight and then uh, sit back and re- hold a beer and watch the mayhem. That's the way you do it. <laughs> no, gotcha. See you, bro. See you, Tim. I'll fight and hold a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Later, Timmy. See you, man. Bye. 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 Uh, 
Should we <laughs> should we attempt to go to uh to Bill? Uh, is that who's Bill? Which Bill is that? It's not Bill, Bill George. S- Bill Sisman. Oh really? Yeah, get him on. Okay. Hey Billy, how's it going, man? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm Good morning. Had to call y'all because I've been listening to y'all as Braden knows for a long time. Yes, long sir. time, Bill. Yep. <clears throat> and we've enjoyed your show. Now I have to take your number off a of speed dial, so why? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can't finagle a way to where uh, the phone calls can come flooding in on the show. It's uh, you oh know, okay. Yeah, I mean, and I'll hold on to it. Well, not uh, this one, not eight 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 four zero four ten ten. But as it'll, I say, it'll, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Pay me to come in here? They'll <laughs> call ten ten, and then I gotta hold the phone up to the other phone. <laughs> yeah, or just forward the calls. You know, uh, you'll be our new uh, secretary. Our be a switchboard operator for sure. <laughs> I, another thing I wanted to call you about. I have a friend up. He's a realtor up in Kentucky. Him and his daughter been going over the country and just got back to Kentucky day before yesterday uh-huh. turkey hunting. They're one turkey shy of the uh, turkey slam. Of the world slam? I mean, the, uh, the grand slam or world slam? Yeah. Which one are they going for? Do you know? Well, he just, I don't really know. He told me he was one turkey shy and it was Yasiola. But he said he wasn't going to spend three thousand dollars per person to come down to Florida to hunt a turkey. Well, you know what? I know that some places they can get quite expensive on that. Uh, Just public land hunt. Yeah, public <laughs> land. I mean, Bill George I kills mean, them every year. How many turkeys did they come out of camp with this year? Unbelievable like amount. Twenty something, thirty something or other. Yep. A lot. So trust me, there's there's uh, Bill George gets out there with his gaggle of uh, crazies underneath those tents, and they now go out every some, day. <laughs> there's some very yeah. good turkey hunters come through that camp. Oh, they are. And then Toby Benoit here yeah. on the West Coast side, you know, around the Brooksville area, he he did, had a great season this year, and he's he's reasonably priced if you want him to guide uh, for you. I mean, he's yeah. not he's yeah. not. Three thousand dollars worth. He'll take good care of you too. He'll make sure you get a turkey. I guarantee you. You know, I didn't. uh, I talked to my buddy Denny's. His name. He's a bow hunter. When he's deer hunting, two years ago, he uh, got a buck that measured one hundred and sixty-six Boone and Crockett. Nice. That was a nice deer. Does he do that with turkeys? Is he bow hunt turkeys? Because that would be perfect for I, Toby. I mean, Toby's a big time bow hunter when it comes that to turkeys. I do not know. I didn't ask him because he got back in, and him, him and his daughter were getting ready to go take a peek at some turkeys that they wanted to try for today. So. Right. Yeah. Well. But uh, the Osceola. I'm going to miss listening to you on the air, you well, know. Well, you know, I mean, you can always listen on your uh, smartphone or uh, watch us on TV or whatever it is. Right. It's easy peasy. It's not that hard. And and uh, I get over to G5. I'll see you over there. Uh, well, no, I'm not at G5 anymore. So, uh, You're done. I've left. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, maybe because you didn't come by and visit. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, <laughs> That's exactly why nobody, yeah, he doesn't work there. Exactly. They're like, look, you have got not sold anything in months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been over a month, I think, now, isn't it? Give it's been over yeah. a month. Oh, yeah, wow. So, yeah, uh, well, I, I'm not going to blame it on gas because I had an opportunity for a, a, a jump over to Pinellas County, and it kept me closer to my kids and – uh, it makes That's it good. it makes it a lot easier to be able to go and pick them up at 
one o'clock or whatever it is they get out of school and all that kind of good stuff. So, and of course now the gas is well over four dollars a gallon. It's uh, saving me a ton, a ton of money, a ton of money. Exactly. So uh, even in the long run, I, I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but I put in like three gallons the other day when we went over to Bart's to eat. I saw Vince over there, and uh, I, my son was pumping the gas in, and I said, "Dude, how much gas are you putting in there?" I mean, he was already up to fifteen dollars, and uh, uh, you don't want to know how much I put in the truck. And he goes. Oh, we put in a little over three gallons. I was like, "Say what?" <laughs> That's ridiculous. I used to fill up my uh, my 1968 uh, uh, Chevrolet Impala for twenty dollars, and that was like a twenty nine gallon gas tank on that thing, man. Well, I w- I wish you gentlemen good luck on your new adventure. Thank I'll you. Thank you. Catch up with it, and it's been enjoyable over Thanks. the years. So Thank you, Bill. I- Take care, buddy. All right, man. Thank you, Bill. We'll miss you. Well, we'll see you. Don't worry about it. We're not going to go anywhere. It'll be fine. Right on Carbon TV, right? We'll be in your pocket all the time. Yeah. And now you can look at us and make fun of us. It's all good. (laughs) That's a scary thought. Makeup. Makeup. Yeah. Is my hair is it really look like Slick, that? our first show, you need to come up behind him with the makeup powder and just oh, hit no. him with it. No, no, no. All right. We're going to what? I was just going to say, make sure it's a, of color. <laughs> <laughs> something a little rougey, make me yeah. look tan. All right, hey, ladies, uh, what is it? Ladies Leech, Women Bruise, or something like that? I don't know. Man. I have no idea. We're going <laughs> to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought, <laughs> brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, the very last radio show uh, from us. Uh, it's fitting that Glenn was here. He was here from the beginning, and Vince is also here. And Steve, uh, the original sin when it comes to the outdoor radio show, is supposedly going to be coming in a little bit later on uh, to join us on the show. How am I supposed to explain this to Diego? I just texted him, actually. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, hey, we left you in charge to take care of these knuckleheads, and you lasted, what, about six months, and they're already gone? Uh, God, thanks a lot. You, you forced us out the door, you <laughs> sucker. But, uh, no, uh, it's just the radio side of it. Uh, you know, I mean, we already do the podcast. We already put that up. We've been doing that for years. It's already up on uh, bigandwild.com, and you can listen right. to the show anytime. And uh, believe it or not, um, you know, uh, Brandon Ford, all of our uh, – all of our uh, sponsors and everybody, plus a few new ones, have decided to stay with us and and uh, continue on. Uh, not necessarily because it's going national, uh, you know, all over the world and every everybody's pocket around the world uh, on Carbon TV. But uh, you know, they also understand that now that we are, are going this way, that we cover the entire state of Florida. It's not just you know from Pinellas County to Melbourne Beach. It's uh, you know. coast to coast, man. Yeah, tip, it's, tip to end. Yeah, from the Keys to Trailer Hatchie, it's all it's all good. So it'll all be good all the way around. And um, I, I know that it's kind of a newfangled thing. And I remember when uh, you know our buddy here, Glenn Kinman, got his first smartphone, and we were talking about it and. He was sitting there screaming and yelling, how do you figure this thing yeah. out? How do you do this thing? I how remember do you do that. that stuff? And I still go through it at times. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he was 
we were talking about it back then, uh, you know, being doing something on a device and being digital and that. And they're like, dude, man, these redneck boys, these guys out here, you know, they all got flip phones. Nobody knows how to do that but stuff. But now they're like, all in the woods watching us and listening to us on their phones in the woods on the tree stand. And every car has, you know, Bluetooth right. capabilities and everything else like that. And now Glenn will sit here and tell you that when he first got that smartphone, it was the biggest pain in his butt he ever, uh, ever. And now he can't live without it. Right. Well. I can, I can go a couple hours without it for sure. Um, wait, been, ha, wait, have you turned around and gone home to get your phone? No. Yes, you have. <laughs> I need to think about that one. <laughs> no, because usually when I remember it's gone, it's too far gone. I just, well, uh, I, I've, I've gotten those uh, other calls through the work phone. Say, hey, you know, your phone's here and it's been ringing off the wall and this person called and that uh-huh. person called. I said, yeah, I know. They called the other phone. But I think <laughs> that uh, for outdoorsmen, especially when we were talking about it here on the show, uh, with uh, the Fish ID app, FWC app, Wayward app, all these other things that you can put on there, it's become not only your your talking your device, but it's your GPS. It's your, I saw it. It's a GPS. It's everything. Nothing's that, changed. And uh, it's, you know, it's your fish identifier and everything else right there in your pocket. So uh, we want to be there along with everybody else. We want to be in your pocket just like everybody else. So, uh, you know, your app will be right we're, there. We're with you all the way. Yeah. Night and day, baby. Well, I didn't put fun. Carbon TV on mine, so it was pretty simple. Uh, did you already do it? Yeah, it's done. See, if Glenn can do it, y'all. Anybody can do it. Yeah, the first thing that pops up is Julian McQueen on the top, and he kind of points and goes, is, this is, it? is that your boss right there? And I'm like, yeah, you're in mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's her. Uh, Justin's on the phone. Uh, is this the infamous? I'm going to have to guess which Justin, because we know about so? 50 of them. Which, which Justin is this? Hello, Justin. Get out there and get you some. Oh, there he is. What's up, boy? The original producer slick of the show, The Big and Wild Outdoors, Mr. Justin Bledsoe. How are you, my friend? Man. Good, man. I'm just sitting here enjoying the morning, waiting for We got a cheerleading competition in Orlando. As always. And I am, uh, yeah, and I am literally staring at the 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 death tower uh, right here in Orlando, I'm lo- I'm looking at it. It's a football field away from me. That that tower where that tragedy happened to that poor kid. Oh, uh, yeah, that um, was awful. Yeah, dude, it's tough to even walk by or look at. To be very honest, and uh, it's 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 crazy. It's causing half the people over here not to go on any of the stuff that's over here. It's it's nuts. I, I you know I I I I've heard that story. I saw the story, and I saw this young man who was a promising football player, a big kid, you know, yeah. and. And uh, a superstar guy, and I couldn't help but look at my own kid and go. That could be that could have been my kid. Yeah, he's he was about, just as big. He's just as big. I mean, he's you know six foot three now. Uh, you know, he had the stretch, and then uh, around two hundred and thirty pounds, two hundred thirty five pounds. I'm like, dude, that could have been my fourteen year old right there. On I mean, all day. Just, I mean, Braden, I grew up that size. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, I you're rode a big kid. Coasters and yeah. Yeah, I'm six foot five, you know, 300 pounds. I'm, I'm the same size as that guy. And, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many rides I've been on where I didn't fit quite right, but the peer pressure to get on and sure. everything. And, get on you the- know, you just you go with it. Uh, well, you know, so uh, besides the tragedy that you're looking at, as anything, nothing has changed in your life when you're surrounded by 56 women. Uh, <laughs> you have become the yeah. cheerleading superstar dad that you are, driving those girls all over the <laughs> all over the southeast it seems like uh doing these cheerleading yeah. competitions but uh what else has been going on besides that i know you moved up into the north woods up there and 
Uh, yeah, we're way up here, man. We're 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 just living life up here. It's a little bit better pace uh, of life when you get out of the St. Petersburg area, city area for a little bit. So we're enjoying that. And uh, man, I'm just you know I'm always just kind of doing my thing. I, I, Vince texted me this morning. I had no idea that you guys were doing a, a salutation show here today. And so I just kind of wanted to, you know, call and honor you guys and thank you guys for being who you were and, and giving me my opportunity to, to do something that, that sparked a passion in me that I continue to, to, to try to dabble in to this day. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of sad, man, but I, I, I told you for years, Braden, I told you you needed to get your butt over to digital. So I know, here, I know. here we are. It's it took him a little time. while. He's, you know, he's a slow learner, but when he gets there, <laughs> hang on, it's coming. You know, I, I will tell you this, Justin, and uh, for those that may know, you know, my father, of course, was been in radio since uh, Methuselah was walking the earth and uh, uh, ran this, ran WQYK for almost 15 years. And uh, when my old man tells me that now's the time to get out of radio and get over to digital, it, uh, it shocked me. It really did. It yeah. shocked the crud out of me, and I was like, Rodney's never been wrong, man. So uh, time to move on. It's, you know what? It's though? time to go. We couldn't have done this show today without hearing Justin's voice. That's right, and we couldn't have done it. We couldn't have started it over here at least without Justin. He yeah. was a big part yeah, of the show, it, man. I, I really enjoyed a lot of good times with him. Yeah, doing the original yeah. fast cast with yep. the get you show. That's it. When he said it, I said, "Ooh, yeah." <laughs> Still got it. Justin, we'll miss you, but we'll always be friends. You know that, my friend. So. Yeah, buddy. I, I love you guys, Vince, Glenn, Braden, and, and everyone else that was part of the show. You know, congratulations, and let's move forward. Can't wait. Yes, sir, yes, sir brother, man. Love you, man. Go hug them girls and go win it all, man. We'll talk to you soon. See you. See you. All right, we got to take a quick break. It is a Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Braden Ford. We'll be right back. Hold on. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7 millimeter WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory loaded, truly match accurate ammunition with Doppler radar verified best in class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2 St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276CX Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW Tampa. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight, protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know the Sportsman's Alliance has fought to open access to public lands and to protect those specific lands? They helped make hunting a priority on national wildlife refuges and even sued the federal government last year to protect scientific predator management and hunting 